five different games of bingo. And we are off. And of course, it's a major fundraiser for us, the Lions Club. And the monies for that bingo stay within the community the cards are purchased. So we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. We have at least five winners every week, and uh, we give away 3000 bucks every week. Omni Television has been a dependable voice serving Canada's multilingual communities for nearly 40 years, and now we need your support. Deeply rooted in your community, Omni is a vital part of the rich history of ethnic broadcasting in Canada. Omni is committed to reflecting your voice and your language from your local perspective, because we are a part of your community too. Your stories need to be heard. Go to supportomnitv.ca to add your voice to the hashtag supportomnitv campaign today. This is Rogers TV. Another episode of Pretty Quick Countdown. Three, two, one, go. Uh, welcome to Think Millennial. Uh, my name's Ben. I'm Matt. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. Today we're joined by Peter Lazar of True North Beer Festival. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Australian Thumbs salute. up to somebody out That's there. That's it, somewhere out there. How are you doing? <laughs> and also Tiffany Martin uh, from the Traveling Pint and the Iron Beer Maidens. Yeah. Welcome I haven't added back. a third thing on yet. Yeah. We're, we're just, we're still at two. You're working on that yeah. though. Yeah, we're still drinking away at two. We're good. It's awesome. Well, let's, I mean, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. I don't know. I was trying why to find a segue or something. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, the festival? Yeah, for sure. So we, um, I started out in event production mm -hmm. probably about uh, a good six or seven years ago. Uh, and kind of what we started and wanted to do when we started out with events was to uh, approach it like a piece of art mm -hmm. versus just a management of an event. And so for the past like six, seven years, most of our portfolio has been uh, really based around corporate. Uh, kind of the corporate world and then last year we really started well last two or three years we've really, really been starting making that move into public facing uh, events so festivals a lot of pop-up clubs uh, pop-up events that sort of thing and so uh, last year we ran a small regional uh, festival here in Brantford mm -hmm. down in uh, Harmony Square we'd also had co-managed uh, the festival out in Sarnia uh, and then this year we kind of were like look Beer festivals are a dime a dozen now, so either let's go with something new and exciting or let's try something else. So we came up with a new concept for us and uh, we are bringing in tiny microbrewers from as far north as Timmins out to the border of Quebec. Uh, and really the concept is to get Brantfordonians <laughs> or whatever the politically correct word for Brantfordites, however we go from there, like to it, get like them it. downtown and, and uh, to celebrate, really just have a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really the concept from us. Uh, we, we really arranged it this way and why we deliberately went after uh, microbrews from, from far away is, you know, it's a, people often ask me, oh, you must be a huge beer fan. Uh, mm -hmm. For me, really, I'm a big fan of small business. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a big fan of small business, big fan of having good times. Uh, and, and so the craft beer scene at the moment is the perfect marriage of those two. You know, it's like, so I do get excited about the beer, but what I really get excited about is the ability to be able to promote small businesses from 
places. I mean, no, you know, Timmins, I'm sure, is a great city, but you're probably not going to drive all the way up to Timmins to taste a particular craft beer. One of us would. One, one of us. One of us would. <laughs> and we don't have access to it because of like strict sort of laws, and it's that's not really it. easy accessible to some of those. So exactly. So um, so yeah. I mean, that's really that's really for us what it is. I mean, we're we're super pumped. We, we're doing it in three cities. So. We're, we're, we're going to bring it to Brantford, Waterloo, and then we go out to Prince Edward County out in, in August. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, awesome. for sure. So, Well, which dates? Um, so June 22nd yeah. and 23rd is Brantford. Mm -hmm. uh, Waterloo's uh, July 20th and 21st. Cool. And then Prince Edward County's August 10th and 11th. Awesome. Yeah, and just, just so if people are tuning in right at that point, uh, what, uh, where can they find or buy tickets? TrueNorthBeerFestival.com. Oh, perfect. That's the one, you know, nice yeah. and easy, <laughs> right in there. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean, look, it's 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 a really good opportunity. We Brantford, we we started it in Brantford last year, particularly because uh, I've got a bit of connection here with family. Mm -hmm. uh, also, you know, from what the people we've met in Brantford are awesome. And we really wanted to give people an opportunity. We, we found particularly in the downtown core, it, it seems to have this reputation mm -hmm. about downtown. And yet, uh, you know, from us, you know, not actually living in the city, but having context into mm -hmm. the city. And so not having, you know, we don't have the whole history of what downtown either used to be like or the connotation for us, you know, we've come you know the times we've spent downtown we've walked down there and be like this is all this is an awesome <laughs> spot because we don't have the history of like whatever the, the, the connotations Hill. for the past yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right, right. Oh. that's why it was yeah. filmed that was a bobblehead nurse that really was that's awesome. Was awesome did you say you were in silent hill no oh. it looked like it i made oh. a, i built a really good costume <laughs> for halloween I like and that. i was that's a awesome. bobblehead nurse that's yeah. right that's just sidebar wait till halloween comes that's right. all my costumes that's awesome <laughs> but anyways that's an exciting highlight but <laughs> how long does it take you guys to finish to have one of these festivals uh, from the planning process yeah. I mean for us because it's kind of what we do uh, consistently uh, you know it's always an ongoing process uh, you know so like w we but in reality um, for this year for because we're doing it as a tour because we're doing the three cities it's a good year's worth mm -hmm. of a good year's worth of planning from concept through to, to execution wow. yeah. but no matter what you do really probably 80% of that is in the last month. <laughs> I mean, no matter how organized you are, it's like, you know, you're relying on other people. Yeah, you know, there's budget, there's things that, you know, you're waiting on coming through. So a, a big part of the practical, this is happening is, is really, you know, now. Why do today what you can do tomorrow? That's <laughs> why. That's why. <laughs> so, it's always those things, right? I mean, that's the same thing you always talk to. It's, it's obviously very different, but that's the thing you, you talk to people to do weddings, and that's the same thing, right? No matter how organized you are, there's yeah. that, this is that certain amount of stuff that just Crunch. can't get done until you know, practically it, it, it gets there, mm -hmm. so. And I think a lot of people going to an event don't necessarily appreciate right. that fact. And I think yeah. now, like, with what we've done over the last two years and with yeah. what you do for the last uh, seven or eight, yeah. it's like you really appreciate, you go to stuff and you're like, or at least for me, you go to it and you're like, wow, this must have taken a lot to yeah. put together. Right. And you can you can really pick out those detail points yep. that maybe you wouldn't have noticed before. Mm -hmm. And to understand like how long like a, an event does take a year yep. to be able to plan. For so sure. many uh, moving parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the one of the things that drew me the most to events, uh, and particularly to our way uh, that we do it, was that fact. I love the, the concept of 
how much work goes into, I mean, some of our events that we do, some of the biggest uh, kind of corporate events that we do, their timeline of planning is about the same, but we're talking uh, an event that goes from 8 p.m. till maybe two in the morning. Mm -hmm. So you're talking, you know, such a short period mm -hmm. of time for it never to be repeated again. Uh, and, and I love that concept. I love the idea of like putting a ton of effort into uh, one moment of life mm -hmm. uh, or, or one small moment that that is for a small group of people for it never to be uh, and that yeah it makes me mm -hmm. makes me really pumped yeah. um, but I mean the festivals too I mean like it's uh, you know so our, my backgrounds in media communication I never really landed on a specific vein so like I, I never really landed on yes I want to do web design or I want to do graphic design or I want to do film um, tried it all but just couldn't really Oh, we've got to go to break, but when we go get to back, break. We'll, keep, we'll keep going with that. Sounds and good. And we'll be right back after the commercials. Awesome. The following program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Join Nadia Matos for Crime Stoppers, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV. When you're working on a dream, at some point in time, a transition takes place. We've been chosen for this great work. You only matter because of what you can do for them. Work with me and make these men pay. We can't trust a word that comes out of her mouth. She will be eliminated. Your visit isn't really necessary. I'll judge for myself. I know you're an MP, Miss McPhail, but a woman has never... I am not leaving till I do. civilized. If those appalling conditions don't change, that prison will explode. Perhaps our lone lady member is too fragile to know what is normal in a prison. Is this normal? Her courage would lead to the overhaul of the entire Canadian penal system. Agnes McPhail, Canada's first woman MP. to think millennial i hope they caught that they little dance you were did. doing there yeah i think so too thank you for joining us uh today we're joined by peter lazar of true north beer festivals and also tiffany martin uh the traveling pine thank you both for being here yeah thumbs up thumbs <laughs> always up, the thumbs up. <laughs> always there, you know? uh, before we went to break yeah uh, you were talking about why you chose events yeah as kind of your career path yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah i mean so i was really kind of looking and, and trying to commit to something. Mm -hmm. you know, I was trying to commit to let's do web design, or let's do print or something like that. And just got into events and loved the concept of 
wrapping all of that up into one pr project. So there's so many different elements of like, you know, where the way that I approach events, you know, we bill ourselves as an experience art group. Mm -hmm. So even when we're doing corporate events or if we're doing festivals, we really look at it as a commissioned piece of, of art or mm -hmm. a commissioned event. So every aspect, um, you know, we take a lot of pride in every aspect from the style, the design, the, the print, how the, whatever video advertisements that we're putting together, how they work, not just with the advertising scheme, but also mm -hmm. how they actually practically happen with the event or with the, the festival right. itself. And the, the ability to be able to create a project that uses so many different mediums uh, is awesome. Mm -hmm. We love it. And, and uh, it, makes it, it makes it a lot of fun. Yeah. It definitely makes it a lot of fun, for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, the... Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what we love. That's what we love about doing yeah. it. It's the concept yeah. of doing all of it together. So, um, and this year, I mean, with the, with the beer festivals, you know, uh, touch going back to the, the, the thought of we wanted to do something different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, pulling in the rare beers from, from far away places is kind mm -hmm. of our tagline yeah. that we do on that. Um, really exposing those. Uh, we wanted to be able to give locals such as Mash Paddle, Bell City, Great beers, great guys yeah. that that brew them. Um, okay. Awesome teams. It <laughs> <laughs> depends yeah. on the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dennis are okay. yeah. <laughs> so, but the thought for us of like you know people out in Prince Edward County not having exposure to mm -hmm. uh, not just the brews but also the people behind the brews, the not we're like this is this is no good. Mm -hmm. We've got to fix that. You know mm -hmm. so. Uh, you know, for us, the, the thing that does make a difference is that exposure of, of these small little brewers. We, 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 the biggest brewer we've got is Bose, mm -hmm. but part of that is because they're also a part uh, sponsor of the actual event. Cool. So, but outside of them, we don't have the bigger names. Mm -hmm. We don't have people, most of the, the, the brewers we've got, you can't find in the LCBO. You mm -hmm. can't get them out there because they just, they can't do the production level. And also the LCBO is a lot of fun to yeah. try and get into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so politically, quite a way of saying um, that. So um, yeah, so I mean, that, you know, that's really the, the thing. And then uh, with Brantford in particular, uh, going back to the whole downtown thing and, and exploring that a bit more, we think downtown is awesome. Mm -hmm. Harmony Square is an, a, a great spot. It is, and the development that's going on in there. Um, some of the new businesses that are opening up in the downtown core, some of the restaurants, the food that's going to be at the show, the uh, you know, we were even just walking around and meeting. There's like a couple of the tattoo artists downtown mm -hmm. are actually super, super talented. Like, I was wondering to tattoo one of these. Give shots me, you gave me a Halloween dog. Which one's that from? Um, from Bold and Bright. Oh, yeah, those Steven guys are Bold awesome. Those guys are awesome, but it's a. Uh, zoom in on that. <laughs> 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 you got to flex a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Oh, Make the dog dance. Zooming in for <laughs> but, uh, but we think that the downtown core in Brantford is a, is something that people should should take pride in mm -hmm. and go down there because it has changed from from the past, um, mm -hmm. and was, I mean that's why we particularly chose the downtown as opposed to downtown core as opposed to going out into one of the parks ahead. You know we were looking out of going in, out to Paris because mm -hmm. we want to bring people down there and be like, hey, look, your city's awesome. Yeah, like come and let's have a good time, mm -hmm. you know, down here. So Friday night, we've got DJs coming in from, uh, one's from Waterloo, other one is from, from Hamilton. Uh, that's Iggy, the master of funk. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> come on now, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, it's actually the Messiah of it. funk. Sorry, yeah. Iggy, it's the Messiah, not the master. <laughs> uh, we've got DJ Rosé from the Diamond DJ Collective. They're an all-female DJ uh, group based out of Hamilton. They're awesome. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, we, we, we head up into Waterloo in, in July. And again, part of the reason why we decided on uh, the three cities we did was because we want to... Same with, same with Waterloo, we find that a lot of people are always traveling to Toronto. They've always got this, con this kind of connotation of like, the really cool things happen in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and we wanted to kind of like, come on man, like, Waterloo's awesome. It's a great mm -hmm. city. The, the, the spot there, Lot 42, that's just open with a venue that is there. Beautiful, big yeah. courtyard that we're in. It's like, it's got super tons of character. Uh, people of Waterloo, I, what are the parties? Like, they enjoyed having a good time, man. Like, they're beer drinkers, yeah. you know what I mean? You just have yeah. to say beer, and people are like, I'm wow, there, I'm there, yeah. you know? Yeah. We've got awesome brewers out there, Innocentes out there, Descendants, Abode. Like, they're all awesome, mm. awesome brewers out there. So, mm. um, but yeah, that's really why we picked those two as well. But, I mean, particularly with Brantford, I mean, come out. Come out yeah. to downtown. It's yeah. awesome out there, yeah. you, you know? You don't have to leave your town. Well, that's yeah. it. Let's have a good time <laughs> down there. Like. So, <laughs> What are the dates again for Brantford? June 22nd and 23rd. Gotcha. And yeah. then Waterloo? Uh, July 20th and 21st. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, and truenorthbeerfestival.com. Yeah, exactly. Get your tickets. <laughs> get your tickets. Uh, Best to get the tickets early? Best to get tickets. So they, they, it will sell out. For sure, uh, you know we're we're really pushing. We we don't think that there's going to be anything left at the door. It'll all be online tech sales because so far the sales have been. We've done about three times the amount of what we've done did in previous years. Uh, for so it's been going well. Uh, we've got day passes and weekend passes at the moment. We run an advanced pricing, so yeah. about two weeks they're all going to go up. So right, get, awesome. get, get on, on there, you know. That's it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we also, we're, we're excited to partner with, uh, with local businesses. You know, we've still got some sponsorship spots that are open, yeah. uh, but we've, we've partnered up with Moksha Studios. Yeah. Uh, we did have a bit debate if it was Moksha or Moksha. Moksha. My Australian accent, <laughs> accent can get away with either, It just I blends suppose. it. Just blends just the two, thing. exactly. Um, <laughs> that's it. But, so they're actually coming down the Saturday. Uh, so the festival on Friday is from 6 p.m. till 11. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Saturday uh, is from 2 until 11, uh, 2 in the afternoon until 11 at night. But at 12 o'clock, we're doing hops and uh, yoga and hops. So the guys from Moksha are coming down doing an hour, free hour of uh, a yoga class. Awesome. And then uh, the guys from Iron Beer Maidens uh, are gonna be doing, and also we have a Prosecco bar that's gonna be up there as well, doing some beer tasting, beer and Prosecco tasting for the 45 minutes before the doors actually open. Awesome. Uh, so if you like yoga and you like beer. Perfect, and with that we gotta go to break. So when we get back, we're gonna be talking more about what's going on at the festival and also what Tiffany, the traveling pilot, right. looks for at uh, Beer Festival. Uh, Enjoy the commercial. I might do a yoga pose if you like. <laughs> The Guelph and District Multicultural Festival is back at Riverside Park, June 8th to the 10th. Enjoy featured events like the Brazilian Carnival and the Bollywood and Belly Dance Party. Rain or shine, don't miss this fabulous festival. Tuesday. You. Do. Need. Painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh my God, no! Theater on the Edge on Rogers TV. Rules of the road help everyone avoid collisions on the water. As a powerboater, 
you must give way to all paddlecraft and sailboats under sail. And when operating near a paddlecraft, slow down and mind your wake. In a small motorboat, always be on watch for larger vessels. It is harder for them to see you. Stay off the water and reduce visibility when it will be more difficult to navigate and to be seen. fires raged along the Saguenay River for more than 150 kilometers, destroying land and lives. One family survived by dousing themselves all night against the searing heat. One family, among the thousands whose resourcefulness and courage shaped the character of this land. Back to Think Millennial. Uh, today we're joined by Peter Lazar of True North Beer Festivals. Get your tickets, they're going fast. TrueNorthBeerFestivals.com. Thank you. Perfect. Where are you, where are you smiling at? Mm. Are you just happy? Yeah. Do you have your tickets? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Not yet. <laughs> I was just online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, we're also joined by <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll do them for you. We're also joined by Tiffany Martin of the Traveling Pine. Good morning. So, Tiff, what do you look for in a beer festival when you're the summer? Australia. Yeah. Yeah, Australians. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so Australians. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper than just saying beer because clearly I drink a lot of beer. Mm -hmm. um, but I, what I've noticed about successful festivals is a lot of the people that are hosting them have more of a background in it. So like how you say you guys actually plan events. Mm -hmm. They're not just beer drinkers. Sometimes you don't want someone who's a beer drinker to be the one putting on your event because I would have no idea how else to run it rather than having just a ton of beer. So I do find that your events are nice and organized and there's lots of aspects going on to it. And I want something different. So I, again, love beer festivals. I go to a lot every year, but they are becoming a dime a dozen. You go, there's beer, you walk in, it's the same old thing, you've got your cup, you go around, and I want something kind of added to it. So I want something to look at. I want it to be more of an experience than just going and getting a nice light buzz on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that you're incorporating a little bit more music and live DJs in there, especially an all women's one, is very appealing to me. And the fact that you are, to go back to the beer, kind of last in order, which is sort of the most important, but the fact that you're bringing in all these tiny micro brews far away that we can't get. So when I've posted a few things on Traveling Pint, um, a few of my followers are like, that list, and they're just drooling, and they've got that like emoticon that has like the hearts and the eyes, which <laughs> must mean that they like it, right? Or they're robots or something. Yeah. But they're super stoked about that, and mm. I think that you're, again, bringing the beers into people um, that we can't get on a daily basis is fantastic. Because don't get me wrong, I love my 
Great Lakes. I love, you know, my Nickel Brook. I love my collective arts. I drink a lot of that stuff, but I can buy it. I can drive down the road. I can get it. It's always in my fridge. But like, I start to light up when I'm going to actually try this one beer that I might not be able to get unless right. I drive eight hours north or go to Quebec or yeah. whatever, right? Like, I like to go out that way, but it's like the most longest, boringest drive yeah. ever. So um, <laughs> that's huge to me that you guys are doing that and just kind of creating that experience. You're offering something for non-beer drinkers. That might sound silly, and some people are like, it's a beer fest. I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of people that still don't drink right. beer. Sure. I don't know what's wrong with them, but there's still a lot of people <laughs> working into it. So if you can now provide yeah. an atmosphere for someone who wants to come along and drink cider, again, I don't know, where the, what cideries are you using? Uh, you? County. Okay. County cider. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So local local cider um, and Prosecco and giving someone else, you know, another another That's option it. to drink. Or mm -hmm. I've had so many beers, let me try something different. Maybe I'll finally have a cider that I start to enjoy. I right. need to work on my like cider game, right? Because I'm very much beer oriented. Um, long games, you're gonna have food there because everyone needs to eat. And it's a little bit different in the food that's going on too. I think, I don't know, we chat about that, but it's not just your typical like French fries or like one thing to choose yeah, from that you right. go in and you're like kind of over it and you decide not to eat and you just drink more beer and we all know what happens. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that helps other things that happens. <laughs> Come on out and you'll see. <laughs> join us, join us. Um, and then, again, going along with that experience, how you're, you have that uh, Friday night's kind of a different theme where you've got right. the music going on and you have us, the Iron Beer Maidens, shameless plug. So yes. Amy and I will be there pouring the cask ale. So you're actually bringing in three cask ales. Mm -hmm. And cask ales come in casks to kind of dumb down the explanation. And they're not carbonated, they're naturally carbonated, and you kind of pull from the cask, and it's really special kind of one-off beer. Right. And mm -hmm. when it's gone, it's gone. So again, you have local breweries creating these one-off casks that you're never going to try again because sure. they're one-off. So you yeah. need to get there to have that beer and be like, oh, I tried the beer. And <laughs> put it on Facebook or you yeah. put it on Untapped and you, you brag about it to your friends and you know people live vicariously through you because you got to have it and they didn't and all this yeah. stuff. But you feel special. It's all about feeling <laughs> special. Um, I think it's great that you're doing it in Brantford in the cities that you've chosen. Prince Edward County is beautiful. My cousins live out there and it's like yeah. such a nice spot. And not everyone goes there, so it's an excuse to also go there and sure. enjoy what's what's going on. Brantford, I do find it's such a great community here, but there are a lot of people that don't go too far to Brantford. A lot right. of people work here, stay here, play here, mm -hmm. so that you're giving them an opportunity, again, to give them views of the sort of not outside world without sounding right. silly, but you're bringing things <laughs> to them so they aren't necessarily have to leave their sandbox and they have wonderful things coming That's to them, it. right? And yeah. it's very community, so everyone you know, Brantford, when you see them at these events, they're out there and they're excited and they're saying hi to everyone. Their friends right. are there, right? And they're yeah. really networking mm -hmm. still throughout stuff. But yeah, does that that's make sense? What was the yeah, question? Yeah, sure. oh. that's, that's great. Like, what do you look like for in a beer fest? Well, for yeah. a beer fest. Yeah. Fine. I want, you know, atmosphere to me does go, obviously beer is like mm -hmm. my thing, but I want a nice experience. I want, when I come in, I want some education behind people that are pouring the beers. I want to be welcomed in the festival. I want to be able to look around and kind of know you know what what can i i want to be able to see stuff and kind of mm -hmm. understand so again the location's a great yeah. spot mm -hmm. at harmony square down there too so we got about two minutes left um is there anything that you guys haven't mentioned yet can that you'd you, like to can you explain what prosecco is i have no <laughs> idea sorry <laughs> i have friends that are obsessed <laughs> with prosecco and i actually am like embarrassed to say isn't it like a, a cross between champagne and something it is but you know what to be honest with you i just i just like it no it's a it's a type it's, it's a, a type it's okay. kind of like the it's kind of like the poor man's champagne, okay. to be honest with you. But I it's like the popular. It's it, and it, the thing is that we, I mean, uh, I think you touched on two things that were really cool with it. Was one was that, I mean, for us, you know, 
we chose a beer festival because we wanted to do a festival yeah. and beer is a great way to get people together. Yeah. So if you're not a beer drinker, it's going to be a good time. That's really the thing. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the thing as well was like part of the reason why we do have Prosecco and why we've got uh, the Iron Beer Maidens out there and why we've got uh, Diamond DJ Collective or a member of that coming out is because with the Prosecco bar, it's actually ran by uh, a group called, uh, who uh, two ladies that run an awesome wine bar uh, called Toast, which Toast. is actually Hamilton. Oh, so they're coming so out and they're running it. And for us, I mean, they it's that... They come out to Iron Beer Maiden events. Too, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely, in the industry, there's there's such a... There is a, a lack of women present, which is, I mean, obviously what we're all hearing across the board in everything. But particularly in the video, I mean, even for me to look at the brewers, we've got a big list of brewers from all over, but it's really limited to probably, I would say, maybe three out of the 25-odd brewers that we've mm -hmm. gone. There's maybe three that have... Uh, a, a woman is a core brewer in mm -hmm. their in their team. As far as I know, Jimmy's probably good, might have better. No, no, it's growing, it's growing, but it's it's you know we're still locking, and I think our presence is growing, and the awareness is there, and um, you know small small steps. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's I think it's something which needs to. I mean, it's direction. definitely something that needs to happen uh, more often, and, and I think it's uh, there's a whole particularly beer has been such a male focused in its mm -hmm. advertising and its target demographics. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we've, we just got to, we got to wrap up. Now. All right, Thank you good. both for being here. <laughs> um, so truenorthbeerfestivals.com, get yep. your tickets. They're going fast. Also mm -hmm. check out the Traveling Pint and Iron Beer Maidens on Facebook um, to see their upcoming events. And thank you both very much for joining us. And when we get back, we'll have Jamie Hari and Lucas Dubid joining us. My name is Terry. I'm a Rogers TV volunteer. When I retired, I wanted something to do, something that was interesting. I've always enjoyed broadcasting, audio work, so Rogers was a natural fit. It's fun, it's interesting, and it sure puts in the hours. <laughs> You a cop? Well, not a real cop. You play one on TV. Yeah. Smells like murder. Looks like you got some murder on your shoes. There's a new crime fighter in town. Harley Carter, consulting detective. <laughs> and he can't resist a good mystery. Let's just take it easy here. <laughs> TV guy here just got a little excited. Everybody down! Well, I don't think they were expecting Wonder Woman as one of their bridesmaids. Jerry O'Connell is Carter. All new, Tuesdays at 8 on Bravo. Yes! I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this break and enter. Waterloo Regional Police are investigating a theft report that occurred at a Huron Road business in Kitchener on Wednesday, January 31st, 2018. A male suspect walked into the business and examined an area that contained stored tractors. He then left and returned around 1.25 a.m. in a light-colored pickup truck. The suspect hooked up a stolen trailer from the lot and then loaded a tractor onto the trailer before leaving just before 3 a.m. Crime Stoppers will pay a cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com.
welcome back to Think Millennial. Uh, we are now joined by Jamie Harry of D-Risk and also Lucas Duguid of Octopus Red. Uh, thank you both. Yeah, yeah, never, never heard of them. Uh, just effing vote <laughs> on June 7th. Um, it's quite a shirt you're yeah, wearing, pretty there, sweet gentlemen. Shirt, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well designed. Yeah. That's a spicy yeah. meatball. Yeah. I'd like <laughs> to see more about that <laughs> we'll at a later time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Um, but yeah, thank you both very much for joining us today. I was he was going to be offended by it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain implication there with that second line with the yellow letter, but I'm not going to read into it too much. <laughs> no. <laughs> you <laughs> millennials. So good. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jamie, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, D-Risk? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for having me. I uh, appreciate it. Um, so DRISC is a cybersecurity consulting company, and basically the whole concept is that uh, we want to help organizations and individuals just uh, be a little more secure in this really scary cyber warfare kind of time. So. Um, one of the things that you know, I think a lot of people think about is it's all about technology. It's all about bigger firewall and antivirus software, but it's not. It's a lot about people and process, and you know, making sure what you do and how you behave is is also a big part of staying protected. Yeah. How'd you get started with that? Well, I've been working in technology for <laughs> I'm not going to age myself, but uh, <laughs> for a few years, um, and uh, it really just kind of naturally morphed. Everything uh, as a part of software is in security. So if you're developing a piece of software when you log in, there's a password, but but as you know, you sort of uh, you work more with the various pieces of technology. You find what's most interesting, and I just really glommed right onto security, and I mm. haven't left since. Mm. I Is think it? one of the interesting things, because when I met uh, originally and worked with Jamie, and we got to learn a little bit beyond what Hollywood teaches us mm -hmm. about what uh, you know what a firewall is, you know, uh, things like that. Um, was some of the things that you had said around um, offline. Mm -hmm. Security that yep. um, it, when you when you meet a client or potential client, it's it's not just learning about what they do online to protect or not protect themselves enough, but it's the whole apparatus that goes around protecting, you know, your files. Like, what do you do with your hard yeah. files? What do you do mm -hmm. with the filing cabinets? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I didn't I didn't see that entire picture until you had uh, had captured that for me. Mm -hmm. I, I learned a lot from that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I uh, also spent uh, four years working in sort of physical security, so not like bouncing, uh, but uh, like you know, video surveillance and things like that. And you learn a lot it's really very connected so the person that's in charge of security for any organization really has both responsibilities making sure that the doors are locked to the data center because yeah. you can hack it from Russia or you can walk in and stick a USB drive in you know <laughs> so in that aspect you know Hollywood has it's that somewhat right Mission impossible. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> you don't have to repel from the ceiling if you can walk yeah. in the front door yeah. it's yeah. a lot easier <laughs> yeah. so you're you're in danger of being hacked even when you're offline your computers on you're offline you could still be hacked. So to be clear about the, the term hacked, right, uh, it's it's about any sensitive information being leaked or someone taking over control of any of your information or assets. So if a computer is often unplugged, it is the most secure computer that you've got, but it can still be stolen mm -hmm. physically. So you leave your laptop right now. My laptop is, uh, you know, in the other room there. And if it were to be stolen, in theory, someone could just boot the laptop up or uh, take the hard drive out and start to access the data. So you need to do things like encrypt the hard drive and you know, take other measures for when the computer is no longer in your control. So technology is not uh, an excuse for a lack of common sense. Right. E exactly. And and there's there's so much other, you know, if this conversation, if you and I were to be talking about some sensitive information a customer of mine my customer is ABC incorporated and I tell you something personal about them um, you know maybe something that, that violates a non you know uh, disclosure agreement mm -hmm. that's a type of leak right and I trust you but then you now 
their information is is in your hands mm -hmm. and you don't have a non-disclosure agreement with them so it's it's really about just being uh, to your point common sense and thinking yep. about how how you store your data or you know any information of any type or any systems and just being careful with it and this is why too I mean you look at companies have been shredding documents securely mm -hmm. uh, for some time that's certainly not a new thing yeah. and so it's probably all going to be part of that whole package of how you look at your entire company from top to bottom that's a good point yeah that's 30 40 year old practice for sure yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just really one of the other things that I would do if I were to talk to any new potential customer would be to look at their people in process, right? So are your your users very savvy about, you know, what is a good, what makes a good, for a good, good password or, um, you know, when you're browsing the web, clicking on links and emails, things like that. So really taking a stock of the people and then the processes, like, you know, when new sensitive information comes in, can you identify, is it sensitive? Is it in some way, I mean, if you work at a dental office, everything is, uh, you know, health data. So that's obvious, mm -hmm. but perhaps you don't work at somewhere that has the KFC th 13 secret spices. Maybe not everything's as obvious as this piece of sensitive data. So you need to be able to identify when a piece comes in is, do we need to take special precaution with this or is it fine to just let it go? So how much will you do with the company? Say I, I'm a dentist, I have my practice, I want you to come in and I want you to make sure that everything is, is safe. What would you do from start to finish? The first thing is, is a security audit. So we'd be really looking at uh, a series of between 40 and 100 questions that identify all the potential areas of strength and weakness. And then in you know generate a report that says, okay, here's where you're strong. Keep doing what you're doing really well. Here's the areas of weakness. And to be honest, there's no company that's going to come across as completely secure right from the get-go. So it's, it's, it's about prioritization, figuring out what's the most uh, important thing that you can do to make progress to improve your situation um, so once you've got this laundry list of things that you can do to improve your situation then it's about okay do you know how to do these yourself or is this something I can help you with is it you know something you have to buy like a piece of software like antivirus or is it something I can teach you uh, or, or your users right. That's awesome. now we've got I think we got like a minute and a half left do you have like a tip for what would make a good password uh, so that's actually one of the best uh, I'm glad you asked that actually so Passwords um, are typically uh, really terrible these days. Everyone thinks more special characters like exclamation points and, and you know at signs and whatnot. But the reason why that's actually very terrible is because A, it doesn't, it's not actually hard for a computer to hack. Um, it's ultimately just trying more combinations, but it's hard for the user to remember. And so what, what happens is with these complex passwords, we develop bad habits. You write it on a stick-it note, put it on your monitor, or you use the same password for nine different systems. Or you and keep a file that says passwords on your system. Exactly, yeah. perfect, right? Pro tip. Yeah. You don't know. do that. <laughs> you need to delete. Yeah, so <laughs> taking notes. So, so the, the point is, choose passwords that are easy for humans to remember, but hard for computers mm -hmm. to guess or for hackers to guess. And you can do that by using strings of dictionary words, which sounds terrible, but like, say, horse, battery, staple, you know, uh, train or something. And it's mm -hmm. really long. Sounds like a very simple password. It's actually really difficult for uh, a brute force attack. Um, the other thing is use a password manager. So there's a lot of free and paid solutions out there to store your passwords for you. So they'll generate a random string for you. You don't even have to remember it. Hmm. So that's that's awesome, I didn't realize that that existed. That's, yeah. that's very cool. You're yeah. cheap, five yeah. bucks a month. Oh, really? Oh, I nice. shouldn't be using my dog's name anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your birthday attached yeah. to the end of it, right? <laughs> Not good practice. No. Puzzle zero zero one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got 20 seconds. Uh, so when we get back from this, uh, we will be talking more uh, cybersecurity and also um, talking with Lucas about branding and brand execution. Um, and so voting. And voting. And voting. Just effing vote. Huge fan of voting. June 7th. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll be started. right back after these messages. So
Join Nadia Matos for Crime Stoppers, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV. The Guelph and District Multicultural Festival is back at Riverside Park, June 8th to the 10th. Enjoy featured events like the Brazilian Carnival and the Bollywood and Belly Dance Party. Rain or shine, don't miss this fabulous festival. Launching a canoe from a dock is a simple procedure. The paddle partner should climb aboard by placing one hand on the dock for balance and the other on the outside gunnel of the canoe. Then, you swing the stern of the canoe close to the dock and the stern paddler climbs aboard using the same procedure. Once settled, push away from the dock and paddle away. Send them home! Get rid of them! Gentlemen, gentlemen, please! And so, this organ, which I regret I cannot name, because of the presence of these members of the weaker sex, who, although they are married, could not possibly endure. <laughs> Get them out. This is Ginny. Patience. Get them out! Dr. McFarlane! Mrs. Trout. There's no place for women in a medical school. Yeah. Get them out! You do not bring this classroom under control. I am going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife. My friend Jenny Trout was not the only woman to face this kind of thing in medical school. But she would become the first woman licensed to practice medicine in Canada. Millennial. Uh, today we're joined by Jamie and Lucas. Woo! Uh, woo! <laughs> Party. Love Party. Show. It's so good. <laughs> I love voting. Yeah. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. It's like Wayne's World, but we weren't put together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Party on. That's right. Uh, Lucas, do you want to talk to us a little bit about branding? Sure. Um, we get asked quite often. Tell me about what I should be doing with my brand, or I need a brand, or do I need a brand? And they're probably right from 101 is the misunderstanding of what a brand is. A lot of times, um, there's a misunderstanding that a brand and a logo are actually one and the same, and they're interchangeable words, and they're not. They can be used together in the same sentence, but oftentimes people will mistakenly refer to one as the other. The logo is very much a part of the brand. It's what we like to call the hood emblem of the brand. It's the tip of the sword. It's the thing you're going to see first. Um, it's integral to the brand, but it's by no means the whole brand. The brand, after 21 years in this industry, I could, I could razzle-dazzle with huge explanations about what a brand is. The best way I've ever heard it described is a brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. <laughs> it's simple, but there's so much just good horse sense truth to that. Um, if I, <clears throat> for example, a neat little parlor trick. If I say Audi, or if I say Adidas, I don't have to explain any more than that. Mm -hmm. I don't have to say cars. I don't have to say sports or athleticism or great shoes. Each of us, when we hear these brands, these names, mm -hmm. we, we begin to have this movie reel playing in our head. And maybe the Audi one looks like winding roads. Maybe it looks like performance. Maybe it looks like, uh, you know, I can't afford it. Maybe it looks like, hey, that's my next car. Each of us, it's going to tell a slightly different story. That, that costs tens of billions of dollars mm -hmm. in repetitive cash on a daily basis around the world for these 
kings of the brands, if you will, to rent, to lease, to buy, to occupy that space that's in our brain, in our psyche forever. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not a misnomer and it's not an exaggeration to say we are being marketed to up to the minute. We don't even realize it. We're, we're snow blind in many ways from the bombardment of impressions. An impression is a cool word to describe when your eyes rest on a brand or a logo. Uh, in our business, we refer to that as an, as an impression. And it is a battle for impressions. Is, is what we do every day. So what do we do when we're a startup, when we're uh, doing a rebrand, when we're not Audi, mm -hmm. when we're not Adidas, when we don't have many billions of dollars to, 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 to throw into this kind of right. thing? Um, we start small. Uh, it, it's about introducing yourself uh, as beyond what you do. It's, but what do you do? Right, like, you know, I presume if you're putting a shingle up in 2018, yes, you can sell real estate, or you can put a roof up. You can do all of these great things, but what do you do? What do you do after five o'clock? What do you do on the weekends? You know, and I don't mean do you go spelunking with your buddies. I mean, what do you do? Is it the SPCA? Is it Nova Vida? Is it, you know, the food bank? You know, do you do gardens? Like, what do, what do you do? Well, some people would look at that falsely and go, oh, so you volunteer a lot. No, I'm telling you a story. I give. I care, I participate, I, I stand up and be counted, I, I want to do, I want to make it better than how I found it. Mm -hmm. Louis L'Amour said that. He always used to say, uh, leave it better than you find it. That's, now you're starting to create a character. You're, you're starting to tell a story. It's not a book report. Right. It's a snapshot. That, and so it's a really big, organic-y kind of shapeless answer to a very simple question, what is a brand? A brand is a lot of those different things and they all happen simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? And I mean, of the, of the large ones, of the large brands that are out there right now, mm -hmm. we were kind of talking about them on the break, mm -hmm. but what are some of the better ones that you guys see? Oh, like my, my personal favorites are any one of them that can utilize less is the new more, under, underdo it to me, you know what I mean, yeah. undersell. When I, see, when I see a full page ad taken out in the New York Times and they've got a design this big or they have one word in the middle of it, that impresses the crap out of me. And I get the whole architecture of the perception of value around not occupying ad space with 10 pounds of print that when you can go negative space that big, you're sending a huge amount. I get all those cues, mm -hmm. I get that. But me as the consumer, me as the kid who remembers new billboard day when he was a little driving around mom and dad, I love, I love the big sexy negative space ads and I have a deep sense of respect for brands that are not scared to do one little piece of thing that big. Mm -hmm. A Taco Bell, yeah. doing a little tiny taco on a great big empty ad, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. KFC, um, they ran out of chicken as you guys remember <laughs> yeah. and, and there they were with this empty bucket tilted to one side and it said FCK on it and I'm like you guys ripped me off. <laughs> <laughs> That no can kill. That no can kill. Oh, yeah. Two years before KFC. I'm kidding. I love KFC very, very much. I know you guys came up with that all by yourself. <laughs> but I love how they have um, some of those other brands, like their social media accounts now, oh, and geez. how they handle. And that's somebody's Brilliant. job now mm -hmm. is to be on there and be active and be reactive to the things that get said. But they almost like they have full autonomy to what they're doing on there, and they can mm -hmm. come back with. Sure. Cheeky comments or whatever it is, and I think that that's really neat and that really well it humanizes brings, it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, and, and I mean, as you know, it's 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 tough to warm up to a brand. Yeah. It's tough to warm up to a logo. I mean, mm -hmm. if if you love the car, if you're a Mustang person, and you know you're going to have that on a shirt or whatever, that's one thing. You're you're a brand ambassador. You're you know you're a, a self-appointed billboard, mm -hmm. and that and that's cool. But to have that live interaction, I remember the first time that Mats Clamato tweeted back to me, and I was like, oh my god. 
Mom, they're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> they know I love Caesars. Um, it, it felt like I just I just felt like a rock star. Mm-hmm. Now I get it. It was probably like an 18 year old or a 19 year old kid, you know, on their phone on a patio somewhere doing what they're being paid to do. I don't care about all that. Mm-hmm. I get that mechanic. I get all those cues, and I know how the how the machine works. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop me from going. Oh my god. Moscow yeah. Motto, talk to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the other things that's uh, equally important as the billions of dollars you spend and sure. the team you build around, you know, how do you Huge. build your message and the years it takes is the seconds it takes to lose all that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're on, you're on a razor's edge mm-hmm. with with a brand and yeah. in real time. And where it used to be, uh, you know, a five to seven day news cycle, you know, waiting for mm-hmm. Tom Brokaw to come on NBC or Ted Koppel to tell you about the bad news of the week. You're well, aging yourself. Well, well, thank you. <laughs> That's why I wear the hat. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm containing all the yeah. way there. Um, it, I mean, now it's 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 not up to the minute. It's up to the second. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. watch you watch. Uh, I mean, what, what's going on right now in the Ontario provincial election? Segway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when we get back after this break, we will discuss. That. We got about thirty seconds. Oh, nice. <laughs> but but what a, what what a, what a perfect construct. Yeah. To illustrate the finer points of, yeah. you know, you are way out in front. You are dead last. Yeah. You so know? when we get back after this break, this is for real this time. That was a good segue. Uh, yeah, that was a good. I see it was perfect. So I figured we'll just, show we'll just go from there. Yeah. Oh man, we'll be as cool <laughs> as we'll this. We'll be right back after the break. <laughs> My name is Barsha and I'm a Rogers TV volunteer. My favorite part about volunteering is that I can come out after a stressful day and volunteering actually lightens my mood up. I feel more confident and uh, I love being behind the camera. If somebody wants to join the OHL crew, yes, come out, volunteer. Everybody's very helping. It's a great experience and you learn, learn a lot. Looking for the best way to get the Major League Baseball games you want to watch? Rogers Super Sports Pack has you covered. With MLB Extra Innings, you'll have a premium ticket to over 2,000 out-of-market regular season games with most games available in HD. Don't miss the action from the games you want from both the American and National Leagues. MLB Extra Innings, part of the Super Sports Pack, the ultimate package for the hardcore sports fan. Order through your remote on Channel 431 today. It's never been done before. Mr. Blake. You can't see down with that thing. Mr. Blake. Jacques. What? They're coming. Hold them up. Find something. Jacques, I'm telling you for the last okay. time. Are the Canadians finished? His plan coming back on the hey, ice. Come on, come on. Give us something, will you? Please, How gentlemen. many stitches? Gentlemen, please. Go, go, hey, go. On November 1st, 1959, Jacques Plant of the Montreal Canadiens broke with tradition. You're a brave man, Mr. Plant, standing up to him like that and changed the face of hockey forever.
to Think Millennial. Uh, today we are joined by, well, I'm joined by Matt. He's joined by me, always Ben. Right. Yeah, always. Can't get rid of him. Can't get rid of yeah. You guys are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but we're joined by Jamie and Lucas. Uh, thank you both uh, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having um, us. We've been talking about cybersecurity and branding, and over the break we were just looking at the comments, and that's, that's what here. this computer is doing right now. we got the live feed up, and we're just looking at comments and mm -hmm. monitoring it. Matt's actually doing something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing something. And you're doing Early. a great job. Thank uh, you. I don't think we emphasize that enough. You're, you're, I don't get you're really, appreciation right here. Yeah. You're a, you're a bag of awesome. <laughs> I tell everyone I know you. Uh, but we had two people. Who did we have? Uh, uh, Dave Carroll yeah? says, this man with the tattoos is ripped. I don't have any tattoos. Oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Must have been watching on another channel. <laughs> and uh, Jamie Stevens says, tell Lucas to get his feet off the table. It's rented. Brought to you by <laughs> Ashley's Furniture. Thank you. Sorry, Ashley's. <laughs> Lovely furniture. Uh, but you brought up something between the, those two guys. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, uh, during the break, um, you know, reading the names off and the and the comments, and, and, those, and those two guys in particular, um, I remember when 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 I started focusing a little bit more on what that meant for me to build a personal brand and not just to do that in a vacuum but to do that um, in my home in Brantford and and watching watching two guys who could not be any more dissimilar than Jamie Stevens and Dave Carroll yeah. um, and I've joked before that until a couple years ago, I'd never actually seen them in the same room together. So I was convinced that one of them was Pokeroo. Uh, <laughs> but all joking aside, they both if you want to look at a couple of local examples of people who have built a brand the right way, the hard way, the long way, uh, but not just that, not again, not in a vacuum, but in front of the whole world, mm -hmm. in the paper, like go and type these guys' names into the Brantford Expositor, don't take my word for it, and, and you can see what it means to develop a brand, a personal brand for themselves. Everything is at stake all the time. Razor's edge stuff. Anything can go weird or strange or unexpected or, un or unplanned. But but they're out there doing it, and they keep doing it every day. So um, you know, lots of respect for those guys. And there's lots of other people that are, are, are locally doing that. But those are the two jokers who decided to comment today. So. <laughs> and when you say weird stuff can happen, like even just a headline could be slightly below a certain. Picture. Yeah, I, I, I should have Jamie on one time yeah, to talk about to misplaced headlines. On I'm sure he's fine about that now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the voting. I have a question for you two. How do you prioritize voting for a party or voting for a person? Oh, do you want to start with that one? Oh, party all the way. All the way. It's a platform <laughs> for me. You are a party guy. Yeah, I honestly, like I, I would say that the way that I look at our political system kind of forces you in that direction is because if you're trying to achieve a goal uh, of you know getting something legalized or get something made legal or, or add funds to a certain sort of social program really you have to look at the platform of the the parties that are out there and if one is saying that that's what they're trying to do even if your local representative is not interested in that topic or is perhaps is not re necessarily relevant to your area really that's the only way to affect change in that way you can't we don't work on a system of referendum where they ask the people hey would it be really great if we did this and everyone just gets to vote on that topic so if we did I mean I think you'd see voter turnout go way way up instead of um, experimenting with democracy you know once in a never like it feels mm -hmm. like we and then we get like a three of them all together and then and then someone talks about voter fatigue and you're like are you kidding yeah. me why aren't why aren't why aren't aren't we doing this every day electronically in yeah. some way? Mm -hmm. You know, we transfer billions of dollars a day, a minute, as a society in North America alone, just between banks. You're telling me we can't, you know, hire a really great security firm to, yeah. that was a great plug. Yeah. Right yeah. How, is, how is he not saving us from everything right now? Um, <laughs> Can you show me for that again? <laughs> 
how many more minutes we got? No, um, four and a half. I, I would say um, for 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 me. I think people do get hung up on the party bit, and I get that. I'm, I'm right there. Like, how, how can you be activated and not pick a team? You know, uh, how did you walk away from Harry Potter and not decide what house you wanted to be in? You know, come on now. You didn't get to choose. The yeah, hat the hat chooses. Um, but maybe we should do that. <laughs> a sorting hat. I feel, I feel like that it's important to emphasize that not every party is going to be perfect for you. Right. And it's, it's okay to get upset with your party. It's okay to agree with 75%. 80% of what as long as it's as long as it's the 80% that matters to you yeah. um, Someone had made a statement on the on the JFV Facebook page. It really got me thinking it, it, it just effing vote.ca um, They made a, a really great statement that it is it is but one function of, of a democracy is voting and they weren't wrong mm. but without that democracy can't function and I I truly don't care I mean, I'd love for my team to win. Who wouldn't? It's crazy to talk otherwise. So we'll put that aside for a second. I just, I just want you to vote. Yeah. I just want people to participate. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, and people getting hung up on, oh, well, you know, we, we would prefer an educated voter. Well, thank you. No kidding. Wouldn't that be perfect? <laughs> but you know what I want to work with? I want to work with just getting people to the mountain. Big Climb the mountain, fly yeah. over the mountain, run around the mountain, let them decide. Let's just get them to the mountain mm -hmm. and, and go, just try the voting. Mm -hmm. Just go in there and put a little X on it. I promise you'll love it. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, and I think that that's important. I mean, we're two weeks away now. The, I think the whole campaign, just effing vote, has been positive. Yeah, it feels great. Eight, eight angry letters. Eight, eight angry letters. We were still in single digits, ladies and gentlemen, of, of people. But how do we have? How are we for time? Are we cool? We got about two, two, two and a half. half. Do you mind if yeah. I just do like a circle? Please? Okay. Yeah. So. A fella uh, who calls who calls in. He we, we ran the front page. The Ruxpositor ran the front page about yeah. us doing the doing the campaign. And it was literally five after nine. Our hours are nine to five at the office. The phone rings. I don't recognize the number. I answer it. And and I'm going to use a fake name. We'll say Joe. Um, <laughs> Joe Joe launched into me in a way that I have never been ripped on a phone. And for nearly eleven minutes, Joe needed to give me crap. And when he finally took a breath. And I think it was one. The one phrase he said was, "How will I? How will I possibly explain this egregious front cover to my to my poor grandchildren?" And I said, "I said, let me stop you there for one sec, Joe." I said, "Do you ever find that when the grandkids come over, they sometimes bury their phone or bury their face in their phone? And you have a hard time prying them away from that." Crickets. I said, "Ah." There you go. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do today, Joe. 21 years I have been marketing, advertising, doing design and print in this, just this little bubble of Brantford, Brant County Six Nations. And I can tell you that in 2018, the under 35 crowd is being advertised to and marketed to in a way, at a volume, at a pace that's mm. never happened before. And it's not their fault, it's my fault, Joe. It's the fault of the people doing my job. We're bombarding these kids. So you know what, if the use of one letter one letter gets their attention for one to one and a half seconds because that's the average on an impression yeah. then we've won and if it moves the needle by one percent on voter turnout we've won yeah mm -hmm. that's a win joe yeah so so we got a wrap we got 30 seconds left but thank you both very much thank for you. joining us jamie uh so people can find you on facebook through drisk yep absolutely. and uh drisk.ca drisk.ca perfect and, and i want you to have jamie back on because i talked way too yeah, much yeah no don't worry and he's Jim, a very interesting cat i enjoy being here oh, this is fun we will have you both back <laughs> and lucas Such of octopus red uh june 7th just effing vote uh, please do. Please vote. Please, please vote. vote. Please tell vote. your friends. Oh, for the love of God, vote. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Tell a friend. Just stepping vote. Tell everyone you know. And we'll see you next week. Stay glad.
Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media.